And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Enslin. Pastor Gavin Enslin, and we want to wish you guys, I know it's only the Friday before, but we get excited. So we are going to wish you a Merry Christmas in three, two, one. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas from The Political Show right here on Active FM, where... Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics, and this is an amazing time of the year. We, um, a lot of people are spending time with their families. They are, you know, just having a great time. And what we generally like to do is for the show that falls over the Chris Christmas weekend or close to the Christmas week, we 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 love to do a show based on the persecuted church because a lot of people generally forget, or this is the one group of people that don't get to celebrate Christmas um, the way we celebrate Christmas. So we generally love doing a show about the persecuted church um, and just looking at the different trends and that's happening in the world when it comes to the persecuted church. Um, Pastor Gavish, I want to give a more brief explanation. Yeah, obviously... Um there are a lot of Christians, you know, that still, um, you know, suffer for their faith. Mm-hmm. And um, in fact, if you look in the last hundred years or so, more Christians die for their faith than at any other time in the history of, um, um, you know, the, the, the church. And so many people are talking as if uh, the, the persecution of the church is a thing of the past, but it's not, you know, obviously for know. many in the West. Um, it, 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 it might be a thing of the past in many ways, but the reality is that for many people um, in, in many parts of the world, especially what they call the 60-40 window, um, you know, that's the area, they call it the 60-40 window, where a lot of people get persecuted and the persecution has also spread. So um, we're going to be focusing on, on that today, especially at this uh, Christmas time. And, um, you know, uh, we need to bless those people with our prayers and uh, bless them because what they normally ask for is that um, people that are in the f- in the free world, if I can use that term, pray that uh, that their faith will hold up, you know, in the face of of the persecution. Yeah. And so, um, you know, uh, that's what we're going to look at today. Yes. As always, it's going to be a hot show right here on Active FM, where Christ politics is hot politics. Hot politics. What is up, Active FM family? It's your girl, Karen, a.k.a. DJ Karen, wishing you a beautiful and very Merry Christmas. This year has been really tough, but December is here to remind us that we should be grateful for friends and family. Hope that you enjoy the festive season and always remember, Active FM Good Vibes is here to keep you on the move, to keep you going, and into the new year with a huge bang. Enjoy the festive season with friends and family and be grateful and thankful for the blessings that you have. 
throughout this year and enter into the new year. From your number one internet radio station. Ho, ho, ho. So we generally get uh, we generally get a list of the most persecuted, fifty of the most persecuted persecuted countries in the world, and we get this list from Open Doors. And if you don't know what who Open Doors are, Open Doors are basically a non-denominational mission mission supporting persecuted Christians in the world. They work with local partners within these countries to distribute Bibles. Um, and Christian literature, they give discipleship training and provide practical support such as emergency relief and uh, things that are similar to that in more than 60 countries um, in the world. And every year they, re- they release a list uh, that they call the World Watch List and basically what they do is based on different factors they put uh, they put this list together of 50 of the most persecuted countries and sometimes or if you've been following open doors and been following the world watch list or even if you've been listening to the political show since 2020 we've been covering the world watch list and sometimes you'll find that a country that was at number one is now sitting at number 24 and then there's a new country in the list it doesn't mean that the country that was at number one and is now at number 24 that the persecution has stopped. It basically means that other countries have overtaken them. have overtaken them in terms of the extreme uh, measures that they take towards Christians in these countries. So, if I look at um, the top ten or the top worst, the top worst country, ten worst countries to be a Christian in uh, last year. This is the World Watch List 2022. At number ten, we had India. Um, number nine was Iran. Number eight was Pakistan. Number seven was Nigeria. Number six was Eritrea. Number five was Yemen. Number four was Libya. Number three was Somalia. Number two was North Korea. And number one was Afghanistan. Um, so the, those were the 10 worst countries to live in in 2022 as a Christian. Now, when we look at the World Watch list of 2023, the countries are slightly different. Um, Some of them are still in the 10 worst uh, countries, but have moved to different positions. There are some countries that are no longer in the 10 worst countries um, and, and, and so forth. So at number 10, we have Sudan. And Sudan in 2022 set at the 13th worst country this year it sits at number 10 and then at number nine we have afghanistan now if you just heard earlier i spoke about the fact that afghanistan was number one last year meaning that the countries after this basically have increased in extremity the the measures that they take towards christians so uh, at number nine is afghanistan and then at number eight, we've got Iran, which was sitting at number nine last year. And then number seven, we have Pakistan, which was sitting at number eight last year. At number six, we've got Nigeria, which was sitting at number seven last year. So you can see some of, a lot of them are still part of the list, but have basically moved positions, either moved up or moved uh, lower. 
And then I just want us to go into more detail with the five worst countries. At number five, we have Libya. Um, L- Libya, Libya was... Yeah. Libya were they in the top last year? They were at number four last year. Jeez, I forgot that. Yeah. Now, when we look at Libya specifically, we see that Libya is obviously in North Africa. It has a population of 7.4 million people. Um, and out of that, they believe this is based on open doors. They believe that there is about 35,000 Christians in Libya. And the main religion in Libya is Islam. Libya is effectively a, law, a lawless land where both native Christians and those passing through from other countries face extreme violence. With no central government to maintain law and order, militant Islamic extremist groups and organized crime groups both wield power. They target and kidnap Christians who become victims of human trafficking. We spoke about this uh, human trafficking in one of our shows in November. Please go listen to this, to that show. It's really, um, it's a really important show to listen to. Um, yeah, so they target and kidnap Christians who become victims of human trafficking. Some believers have been killed. If a Libyan Muslim... If a Libyan from a Muslim background becomes a Christian, they are likely to face intense pressure and abuse from their family and the wider community to make them renounce their faith or can even be killed. Christians who publicly express their faith and try to share the gospel with others are likely to face arrest or retribution from extremist groups. Um, There has been a small decrease in Libya's persecution score over the past year, mainly by a decrease in reported violent incidences. Um, although the country stabilized to a certain extent and saw less direct conflict last year, the overall vulnerability of Christians in the country remain extremely high. What are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, so these places, you know, the, um, places like this that they talk about, it's a place that's very dangerous. To, to live in and um, if you're a Christian and so um, the thing is at the end of the day you know when, when you look at these things often for example people in Europe or America or parts of Africa take for granted the the actual freedom you know that they have and and what happens is um, especially in the Islamic world um, you know taking like places for example like Libya you know yeah um, it becomes extremely dangerous because, first of all, if you're a Muslim that becomes a Christian, then, you know, many, many people, you know, right there are going to, even within the society, going to want to kill you. Yeah. Sometimes even your own family. Yeah. Obviously, um, since the fall of Gaddafi, what has now happened is that at the end of the day, it's become exceptionally um, dangerous to... Um, you know, to, to be a Christian. Yeah. And in fact, a number of years ago when you had ISIS, mm. it was on the Libyan beach mm. where they cut those Christians, the Coptic Christians from Egypt, that. cut yeah. their, their heads off. Yeah. So, and, and I think two of them were, was it from Ethiopia? They're from another country. Yeah. So, um, looking at these things, um, you know, when a person gives their life to Jesus, they know that they might actually be selling their, their own death warrant. Yeah. And uh, I just think about a place, you know, like Libya. Um, they said Gaddafi was the worst guy on the face of the planet. 
and it wasn't exactly easy for Christians, but it was much safer yeah. than what it is now. No, that's true. So all of these um, the Americans and NATO and all of these guys, you know, they enforced the no-fly zone, took Gaddafi out and all of that stuff. But as far as the Christians are concerned, it made life a hundred million times worse. Mm. And so um, the, the, the church was struggling and fledging in Libya and obviously was oppressed. But um, now it's really, really dangerous. So, um, but that means the persecution must have got a whole lot worse mm. if countries like Libya are dropping down the list. Yeah, yeah. Um, at number four, we have Eritrea. Now, before I go into detail with Eritrea, I actually remember one of the first times where Open Doors came to our church yeah. to speak. It, they spoke about Eritrea, but it wasn't that uh, low on the list. It wasn't some. It wasn't even the top ten. I think it was close to the fifties or, yeah. or something like that. But they actually spoke about uh, the persecution. And oh, no, I remember the, they used to say one of the neighboring countries. They spoke about the fact that in one of the neighboring countries where there was persecution, some Christians would actually flee to Eritrea yeah. for safety and and stuff. So. For the fact that Eritrea is now sitting at number four in 2023, and last year it ranked at number six, it's obviously another region in Africa, and there's about three million people in Eritrea, and it's believed that about a million of those people are Christians. Uh, the main religion in Eritrea is Islam. Um, one of the things that they do with the Christians in Eritrea is that the Christian men and women as young as 14 are being conscripted into the armed forces to uh, fight conflict and there is no time limit on military service, service in Eritrea. Uh, Christian prisoners are often released into military service instead of being allowed to go home. So that is what's happening in so Eritrea. That, yeah, so it's a Muslim government. Yeah. It's an Islamic government. It's an Islamic government as well. Okay, and they've been forced, so the Christians... Are being forced to fight Christians or what? They're being forced to fight in the war. Yeah. In wars. So the basically what they're saying is that most of the those in the army in the military in Eritrea are Christians. So they they're being put in the army, and you know how in uh, certain countries they a certain time they have to serve. Yeah. With here with Eritrea is there's no time. They don't have a time limit as in terms of their them serving. So they could be there from the age of 14 to w till 60, probably, if I could say it like that. So if you're a Christian, you're going to be conscripted? Yes. That is okay. what they're saying. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm just looking here on the map, obviously, yeah. for those who, who don't know. So Eritrea is close to the Horn of Africa. So, I mean, obviously, to, on, on the, 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 the one border, it's Somalia. And then I think just under it is that uh, Ethiopia. But, th but that part of the world is, is incredibly dangerous. So to, to it's sort of east and northeast, you've got Sudan. Yeah. And then it looks like to the south, you've got uh, um, Ethiopia. And except a little piece of the southern border is Somalia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so the, what we see in Africa is that the persecution is spreading. Mm. so there's a population you're saying of three million and one million are christians yeah so the muslims are trying to wipe the christians out basically and the, the one of the ways of doing is putting them in 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 conflict situations which i'm sure they put them in the front lines and 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 stuff like that yeah 
At number three, we have Yemen. Now, Yemen was number five last year. It's in the Middle East. Now, now just interestingly, I mean, Yemen is one of the countries that's got a big mouth about the Palestinian situation. Mm, that is actually very you true. You know, when we did those shows, Yemen was one of the guys making a big noise, mm. you know, to defend the, the Palestinians or whatever. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Um, there's a population of about 31 million people. And according to Open Doors estimate, they believe there's only a few thousand Christians in Yemen. And again, the main religion is Islam. Um, it, if we're going back to the whole, all those shows that we're doing about the Israel and um, Palestinian, what's this conflict? And we spoke, I think in one of the shows, we actually went into detail in terms of the Islamic um what, what the Islams believe and, and, and all of these things, this is actually more proof that um, I think three of the, the worst five countries we've gone through, sp the main religion has been Islam. Um, yeah, so it is extremely dangerous to be a Christian in Yemen due to the country's strict Islamic laws and the presence of militant Islamic groups. It is illegal to con convert from Islam to Christianity Yemeni Christian converts are at great risk of being killed, not just ostracized by their families, by uh, clans and by tribes as well. Most believers from a Muslim background choose to practice their faith covertly. They cannot gather because um, of the growing fear that neighbors will report them to the local authorities. All Yemenis are affected by the humanitarian crisis caused by ongoing civil war, but the Christians are additionally vulnerable since emergency relief is mostly distributed through local Muslims and mosques. Um, and obviously because of that, they automatically discriminate against the Christians that are there. So what are your thoughts with that? Well, I mean... Yemen has been in the news because there's a civil war there. But the civil wars tends to be sort of between Sunni and Shia Muslims. Mm. Plus then you have these warlords. And um, it's a place obviously that's filled with hatred, mm. filled with destruction. Um, not very advanced and the hell has been bombed out of it. And the story that's not being told is what's been done to Christians. Mm. And... Uh, the reason why countries like Yemen have such a small Christian population is brute force, mm. hatred. Yeah. Um, all of the things that have been claimed about the citizens of, Go of Gaza yeah. is exactly what's going on in Yemen. Yeah. So, world, why do we say nothing? Do, do Christian lives not matter? Yeah. CLM, Christians Lives yeah. Matter. <laughs> um, in fact, there's something here. So if you go into the website, in the Yemen part of it, they, there's a guy called Muhammad, uh, where he, he says, when I came to faith, I thought I was the only believer in Yemen. For a long time, I didn't know any other Yemeni Christians. So it goes back to the whole thing as that most of them prefer to... I live in, in, in Christianity covertly just because... Well, they have to, otherwise yeah. they die. Yeah. And then at number two is Somalia. Oh. Um, Somalia was sitting at number three last year, and this year it is at number two. Um, 
what's this is in africa it's literally somalia then ethiopia no it's eritrea ethiopia and somalia yeah so it's actually quite so uh, Som- uh, ethiopia is sort of to the east of somalia mm. and eritrea is on the north coast mm. in the red sea yeah yeah and somalia goes around what they call i think it's the horn of africa yeah the horn of africa and um there's a population of about 16 million people and according to open doors they estimate that there's only about there's hundreds so within the hundreds um christians in somalia and again the main religion is islam somalia is a majority muslim nation and society expects all somalis uh to be muslim Imam, imams in mosque and madrasas state publicly that there is no room for Christianity. The violent insurgent groups Al-Shabaab has repeatedly expressed its desire to eradicate Christians from the country. Uh, Christians from Muslim backgrounds are regarded as high-value targets and may be killed on the spot if discovered. Christians also face serious persecution from their family and community. Leaving Islam is regarded as a betrayal of the family and the clan, and the family member and clan leaders will harass, intimidate, and even kill Somali converts. Anyone even suspected of being a Christian convert is closely monitored by the elders in the community and even by their own family members. Church life is simply not possible, so the few believers must meet in secret. Islamic militants have intensified their hunt for people who are Christians and in a position of leadership. During the past year, Al-Shabaab carried out uh, several violent attacks in the capital, killing many soldiers and civilians. Hundreds more were wounded. The political landscape has deteriorated, and jihadist groups have taken advantage of this, increasing their numbers of followers and escalating their bid for control of of the country's territories. Yeah, well, Somalia's... um um, you can't say too much about it. Yeah. Somalia and Sudan are two two of the worst historically in Africa, mm. and obviously Eritrea is now up there. So, um, yeah, uh, one of the, the things I know, a, a Christian missionary said that um, he once went in, and everyone that he met with, mm. when he, they, know, they were all friendly to him, and uh, they followed him. Mm. The whole time he was in the country, they left him alone. And uh, when he left the country, all the people he met with were killed. Sure. Because they said he's a Christian, and um, so the, the the guys who met with him have to be Christian. They, well, they, they yeah. So whether they are not irrelevant, obviously they were Christians because mm. it was a missionary. So um, that's one of the ways that they found the Christians. Yeah. Is through a, a, a Western missionary coming in. Yeah. Yeah, no, Somalia, I've also heard Somalia is very hectic to be in. And then at number one is North Korea, and it's sitting at number two last year. North Korea is one of the countries that has literally been in the top three for the past, I think since I've started uh, going through the World Watch list, um, North Korea has always been in the top three. And this year it's sitting in number one. It's in Asia. There's about 25 million people and Open Doors has estimated 400,000 Christians, and the main religion is agnosticism. Um, North Korea well, remains... communists, yeah. Yeah. North and you must worship, basically worship the, the, the president. The president, yeah. 
and North Korea remains a brutally hostile place for Christians to live. If discovered by the authorities, believers are either sent to labor camps as political prisoners where the conditions are atrocious or killed on the spot, and their families will share their fate as well. Christians have absolutely no freedom. It is almost impossible for believers to gather or meet to worship. Those who dare to meet must do so in utmost secrecy and at enormous risk. A new anti-reactionary thought law makes it amply clear that being a Christian or possessing a Bible is a serious crime and will be severely punished. Over the past year, Open Doors contacts heard from reliable sources that several dozen North Korean believers from several underground churches had been discovered and executed. More than 100 members of their families were also said to have been rounded up and sent to labor camps. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, well, um, years ago it was Saudi Arabia that would be number one. Yeah. Talking about like in the 1990s. Yeah, yeah on the worldwide watch list yeah. and then uh i can't remember what's it 20 25 years ago north korea took over and was number one for many years mm. was it nigeria was number one last year no afghanistan afghanistan so yeah. afghanistan's dropped down the list yeah it's gone down to number nine gee and it's not safe the taliban's ruling there mm. if afghanistan's number nine that means all these that means these other eight they've gotten they've all over overtaken and i'm from what I've heard, Afghanistan's worse than it was a year ago. Mm, mm, yeah, and last year's when that whole thing that happened with Biden. And yeah. yeah. So, um, I, I, I've, I've listened to people before who've been to North Korea. Mm. It's utterly unbelievable, you know, yeah. what happens there. Yeah. I remember watching a documentary, actually, of North Korea and the president and all of these things, and you could actually... You, it was actually very, it was very serious. You know, I remember watching it and sitting and being like, this is more than politics. It, it goes beyond politics mm. and, 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 and stuff like that. I just wanted to also note, because it's very close to us, last year, Mozambique sat at number 41. Yeah. This year, Mozambique is sitting at number 32. Yeah. So, um, I mean, we've been speaking about this. If you listen, if you've been listening well, to our Shabab, shows, yes, the same, the same guys that are there in places like Eritrea and Somalia. Yeah, that's the guys making the nonsense here in Mozambique as well. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. Um, so it's getting very, very close to home. Just as one last thing in terms of the persecuted church and stuff. Um, even though North North Korea is sitting at number one. This is a testimony from Yonggi, who is actually a child. And this is what he said. Step by step, I realize how the Holy Spirit leads my life. I decide to put all things onto God's hand. Um, so if you can go onto the Open Doors website, it's opendoors.org, and actually go through and you actually find a whole lot of testimonies about the persecuted church and how God has actually helped them. You'll find testimonies of how people have converted in the craziest ways and stuff. And then if you also want to help and, and stuff, just go onto the website and they'll basically let you know. All yeah. the information you'll need will be on the website. Well, yeah, just to mention as well, um, in terms of that, um, that uh, um, been, there, there was a story recently you know, of a whole lot of people in Gaza 
that supernaturally had a, um, a visitation from Jesus and gave their lives to Jesus. And uh, if you've heard that story, many people might say, no, that that's fake news. But the fact of the matter is, if you go on the Open Doors website, you'll find, especially throughout the Islamic world, especially, yeah, there's an overwhelming amount of testimonies of people who supernaturally meet Jesus. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, in many of these countries, the only way that you're going to meet Jesus is, is if you meet him yourself. Because for someone to tell you, they're probably going to get killed. So the likelihood of you hearing the gospel from another human being is, is, is minimal. Yeah. So um, those testimonies, are, they're well worth a read. Yeah. And they'll excite you in the face of great persecution. Yeah, yeah, definitely. In Matthew 1 verse 20 to 23, it says, And he considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, Joseph, son of David. The angel said, Do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child within her was conceived by the Holy Spirit. And she will have a son, and you are to name him Jesus. For he will save his people from their sins. All of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. So, you know, we look at the persecuted church, but um, it's always important to realize who these people are suffering for. It's yeah. for the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. And... Um, the Bible speaks also about the fact that the government will be on his shoulders. Yeah. And um, the fact of the matter is that we know that this world is, is, is going to be a horrendous place until Jesus returns. Mm. There's sin in the world and many people are going to promise to fix it. No one is going to fix it. The Islamists has promised to fix it. The Islamists has promised that if you convert the whole country to Islam, mm. that um, the entire country, you know, will be paradise. And... You know, except for the guys that have uh, that have had oil, by and large, these countries are a disaster. Yeah. So um, Yemen is an example. Not much oil, not much wealth, but that's a, just a one big disaster zone. Mm. So the thing is, that's actually a, a, a picture of reality in terms of the world. The world's a disaster zone, and it's continuously a disaster zone, and it's never going to stop being a disaster zone. Yeah. And the thing is that that's why you put your hope in Jesus. And uh, the, the incredible miracle that took place, the virgin shall be with child. Mm. The virgin gave birth. Mm. And the Lord came himself to tell Joseph, listen, because Joseph might have been persecuted. Yeah. I mean, if he sticks with Mary in that time and she's pregnant, then everyone takes it that they had sex yeah. and they're not married, mm. which means both of them get stoned to death. Mm. So... That's almost a form of persecution yeah. that he suffered to stick with Mary and therefore to stick with Jesus, if you know what I'm saying. Sure, I actually never but, thought of that. Yeah, never mind the fact that maybe, you know, well, not maybe, you would have obviously thought she cheated on him, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. You would have been horrified. Mm. And yet the angel speaks to him and he steps out in faith, takes her to be his wife, doesn't consummate the marriage until after Jesus is born mm. and raises Jesus. Mm. I mean, that, that is the thing that I want you to understand. Now think about Joseph. His name's in the Bible and he's revered. Mm. Because for him to take the risk that he took, the same as Mary, she also took big risks. Yeah. This man took a huge risk. And, um, you know, our names will be revered in heaven mm. if we will step out in faith like this mm. for the Lord. Yeah, he will reward you. And that's my final statement at this Christmas time. Have an awesome Christmas. 
eat too much Christmas cake <laughs> and you can fast in January. Yes. Um, this has been an amazing show. We don't do the show to bring doom and gloom over no. Christmas. We do the show to actually let everyone know that, listen, there are Christians out there who are willing to you know, stand in faith um, regardless of what happens in to the them, countries yeah. and stuff like that. And that is even more testimony of the power of God yeah. and more testimony of us the reality of God of as well. The reality of God as well and gives us more faith where we're in an open country where we can freely, in inverted commas, yeah. worship, worship God and stuff. Um, it actually builds up our faith as well. And it's more prayer points to basically pray for. So we know that there's brothers and sisters in Christ that need our prayer. And they don't ask for symp sympathetic prayers where like, Lord, take them no. out of this. It's just they ask for strength and you can actually... Yeah, strength those. to be a witness for Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The, even if it's going to cost them their lives. Yes, that's what they ask for. So mm. you can literally find all of this on the Open Doors website. So... This has been an amazing show. Let us know your thoughts. Are there any Christmas testimonies that you'd like to share with us? Share with us on our social media platform. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Giggs. And with me in studio, we have... Gavin Instant. Pastor Gavin Instant, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics. And we'd like to wish you a... Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Active FM. Radio has never been better.